Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 79 of the VC Podcast. I'm your host for today, Zach. I'm in the studio with Jonas and Crystal. Uh, have you guys had coffee today? C. Si. That means yes in Spanish. Oh, good. I have. Was it? Did you enjoy your coffee today? Yes. I enjoyed half of my coffee. The other half I did not. I have also had coffee, <laughs> and it was quite enjoyable. Um, did you know today is National Coffee Day? Mm-hmm. Is it really? Is that why you said that? No. No, it really is National is. Coffee Day. I thought, oh, wow. That's why you're wearing your coffee socks, right? Jonas? I didn't honestly did not plan that. But, oh, I yeah. thought you planned it. That's well. awesome. Look okay, at this, wow. Look at all this coming together. Coming together. And, uh, you know, uh, you probably heard this last week. Listeners, you definitely heard this last week. But we're going to try to start each episode with a question that's a little bit better of a question than how are you today? Because what are they going to say? Like, oh, not so good. I don't know. <laughs> Terrible. So we'll try to start with something a little more productive. But listeners, hopefully you're having a good week so far. This is your midweek checkpoint for Valley Creek. Hopefully uh, we're joining you at a good time. If not, hopefully the next little bit of the week is looking up for you. Let's jump right in. We'll talk a little about last Sunday, this next Sunday coming up, and then some announcements and some randomness at the end. Randomness. It's hard to say. All right, let's jump right in here. So this last Sunday... We had a few sermons called Finding Joy in Suffering. And so you can go back on the website. They're on the podcast feed as well. Re-listen to those. You can even watch if you prefer to watch. We'll talk about discussion question number two. If you're following along in the listening and discussion guide, that is this. Paul faces suffering knowing that Christ will be honored in his life, whether by life or by death. That's found in verse 20 of our passage from this last Sunday. Um, What are some of the obstacles that keep us from seeing suffering as an opportunity to honor Christ? You want me to go, Crystal? Sure. Um, So I kind of said this on Sunday here at Springfield Road. I think, um, like, there's part of us that knows that suffering is not the way, like, it's supposed to be. And what I mean by that is, like when God created everything and it was good, like suffering was not a part of that because that was uh, suffering and pain and difficulties. Those didn't come until after sin entered the world. Uh, and maybe I'm getting too deep with this question or the answer, but Mm-mm. I think there's part of us that knows that uh, pain, suffering, difficulties, challenges, um, death, tears, all those things are not natural, uh, not a part of God's original design. And so, because God's put eternity on our hearts, um, you know, I I think there's part of us that that recognizes those things are not natural, so we kind of tend to push back against them, you know. Uh, We we don't want to endure suffering because we know this is not what God's ultimate plan was you know, in the beginning when, when he created all things. And uh, and we know that there's an eternity that waits us. Um, those of us who have trusted in Jesus, there's an eternity that awaits us where there is no suffering or pain or uh, tears or any of those things. And so I, I just think part of it is we push back against it and try to kind of get out from under it or remove ourselves from it just because we know it's it's not the way that things should be or will be. That's my really long drawn out answer. No, I think that's great. I think um, definitely in my own suffering, just suffering in general, you feel you don't feel close to God at that point. You don't feel like you could 
possibly have some kind of redemptive honoring of Christ that happens in your suffering because you're very, you know, self-focused. Like, I've done something wrong or something has wronged me, something bad is happening. So typically, um, as humans, we don't go, oh, something terrible is happening. Must be God working. You know, mm-hmm. we, don't, we don't do that a lot. And so I think just as in a lot of things, we get in our own way in our suffering, which sounds a little funny, but um, it becomes very self-centric instead of saying like, what, what could come out of this that could be good? Yep. I think also another obstacle is our emotions. I mean, emotions are great and God has given those to us, but when they're elevated above him, it kind of blocks that path. And so a lot of times, I don't know about you guys, but when I'm in the midst of suffering, I get caught up in my emotions and I start thinking about it and dwelling on it. And then those become the focus of the suffering as opposed to God's glory. So, Yeah. And I, if you've been following along in our, our reading plan for this year, we focused heavily on Job in that first, I think it was maybe even that first week towards yeah, the end of that first one. Week, yeah. uh, I have not suffered so much in my life that I've wanted to shave my head and then sit in the dirt for a while talking to my friends. It's never <laughs> been a thing I've, I've wanted to do, so... I, luckily, we have a, a lot of great examples of suffering and uh, God working through suffering in, in the Bible, um, as we see also, obviously, in the source material here with Paul. I don't know. That didn't really have a yeah. robust discussion, though. That was good. Yeah. All right, guys. Let's uh, jump right ahead here. We have uh, another sermon kind, uh, coming up as part of our Philippians Finding Joy series. Uh, we'll be in Philippians again. That's a big surprise there. This week is finding joy in humility. Wow. From mm. Philippians chapter 2. That is all I'm going to say. All right, all right. And who is... <laughs> uh, we, we have uh, a guest preacher again this week. Who, uh, who do we have? We do. We will have uh, Kenny Rager from the Kentucky Baptist Convention. He will be at Springfield Road, and I will be returning to South Wilson this week. Returning. <laughs> Uh, oh, just because I, yeah. I wasn't uh, there yeah. last week, that's all. It'll be good to have Kenny again if you've been uh, in attendance here recently. Kenny spoke uh, not too long ago here at Springfield as well, and so it'd be great to have him back and uh, look forward to this uh, this sermon in uh, Finding Joy and Humility. We'll see you Sunday, 9 o'clock and 10.30 at Springfield Road, 10.30 at South Wilson. Uh, that's all I got for you. It's on vcbc.org as well if you'd like to live stream or if you need to live stream, that's okay if you want it or need it. Looking forward Sounds to weird it. To be like, I need the live stream. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Why? a few announcements here. We have affordable Christmas coming up. Would either of you have some insight into that program? Yes. So, yeah, so we are hosting that at South Wilson on December 12th. So, if that's something that you are interested in volunteering for, uh, there's multiple different um, ways that we're going to need people's help on that day. So if that's something you're interested in, please contact me and I can get you plugged in. In the meantime, we are in need of toys or monetary donations. And if anyone's been watching the current situation of the world, it's going to be a little bit more difficult to get toys as we get closer to Christmas. So is that Norm, legit? It is legit. I don't watch the news, so I don't know these things. Okay. I really should watch the news more. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'll quit interrupting you. It's all good. So... <laughs> So yes, that is a real thing. It's not fake news. And normally (laughs) what happens is as we get closer to Affordable Christmas, I'll take all of the monetary donations and make a big order. But 
that's going to be a little bit harder this year. So we're just going to have to amp up our, our timeline. So Mm -hmm. if you are planning to get involved by donating, let's do that now. Yeah. It's uh, it's going to be a big, big end of year rush uh, Mm -hmm. to make a lot of the ministries here at Valley Creek that we're used to things like affordable Christmas or operation Christmas child, uh, things that require purchases of uh, toys and other items like that it might be even more. This might be actually our crunch time for those things. It is. So just be, wow. um, if you're interested, we're not necessarily saying you have to participate in these things, but if you have an interest in doing them already, now would be the time to jump into action versus like, oh, I'll get it later. Yes. And it's, it really is a great opportunity. We're partnering with our North End schools and it'll just be fun and other churches down in that end of the county. Absolutely. Shout out Rhineville Baptist. We're partnering with them All this right. year. So that'll be good. Excellent. We'll Help us out. On, get Rhineville on the podcast. Yeah. Like, you all send some of your people. We'll send some of our people. That should be great. I drove through Rhineville the other day. Rhineville. Was that on the way to Vine Grove? Oh. I have I, no clue. I've been here forever. I don't know where anything is. I went to Vine Grove. That's what it was. So. Also... One more fun fact about yes. Affordable Christmas. I'm very focused today. Um, as it gets closer, Rhineville and I are planning a night to head over to South Wilson to organize and get everything set up on Wednesday evening before. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So I like prob- a good organizational evening. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I think I have it written down as the first Wednesday in December. So mark your calendars. That sounded like a, sounded like a passive joke. I really do enjoy a good organizational time. Yeah, me too. I think too. it's su- super healthy and it gets things on the right track. Yeah. So everyone be looking forward to that affordable Christmas. Uh, be bringing in those toys, and you can make donations. All that's, uh, that information is on the website as well, as well as a list of toys that you might consider bringing in. Uh, one a little closer here on the timeline is uh, Trunk or Treat. And as well, this year we're having a Trick or Treat pregame at South Wilson. Yeah. Who's, mm-hmm. who's got some info on that? It's exciting. Uh, well, it, uh, it will be 4.30 to 6 p.m. on Halloween Sunday this year, right? It is, it is a Sunday. Halloween so, Sunday. yeah, this sounds weird, but uh, yeah, just a uh, you know, we're working out some of the logistics of that still, but hoping to uh, kind of provide a little pit stop for people maybe on their way to trick or treating. And that's um, that's the pregame you're speaking of. Yes, sorry, the pregame specific South Wilson. Um, just to hopefully to connect with some of our friends there in the uh, community surrounding South Wilson, and then. I'll let you take over. You you probably yeah. know a lot more of this stuff. Than so for that pregame, we already have some bounce houses and slides and stuff booked. Sweet. So we have that on the calendar already. I'm with so it. excited. I'm telling my um, kids tonight. <laughs> we will also have um, free hot dogs, popcorn, all the good treats, a little bit of candy. It's just going to be a great time to just hang out. And then if you want, you can pop on over to Trunk or Treat at Springfield yes, from absolutely. 6 to 8. And... Get some candy. So just do the Valley Creek circuit. We, yeah. On Halloween. That's, so, that's my plan. I'll be, I'll be I will be to doing that as both. well. I will be at both locations. Um, we will need help at both locations though. So if you go to vcbc.org, you will find a link for both of those events. If you are interested in signing up to help in any way, just click that and that will notify me and I will give you a call. Very Perfect. good. Very good. And, uh, you know, Trunk or Treat is something Valley Creek has historically done. Uh, you know, that that might have been how you classic. found out about Valley Creek is through our Trunk or Treat rap or something like that. Uh, I always like to say this. It's a great 
uh, alternative to trick-or-treating if you live in the Springfield Road area where there's, mm-hmm. you have to drive like half a mile, a mile between each house. <laughs> uh, or uh, it could even make a good addition to your, your Halloween or your yeah. October 31st if you're not a big fan of Halloween as a title. Uh, those activities, uh, it's just a great time. And if you're here part of the church, it's a great time to invite friends or friends' kids or friends and their kids, ideally. Um, but, you know, just a way to fellowship with one another. So it's going to be a great time. Uh, consider going to both trick or treat yeah. pregame and trunk or treat same day, back to back. It's gonna be pretty cool. And we're gonna need candy. So candy. if anyone wants to help out by bringing in some awesome treats, we're gonna be starting that collection this Sunday as well. Yes, you can bring it to either campus. Very good. Very good. All Thank right. You for all that, Crystal. Mm-hmm. My absolute pleasure. I completely lost my place here. All right. We're going to move on to a new segment called, it's not new, it's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> honestly that sounds like a joke, I didn't know, I don't know why I said it was new, um, we'll, we'll make it feel like it's new. Did anything interesting happen to you this week? Hmm. I gotta say this, last podcast, everyone else just went, no, nope, nothing happened. I'm like, that's, what? Something. Okay, happened. I got something. Okay, go for so, it. So. My dog went to daycare yesterday, and which she does that sometimes because she's home for so many hours, and I knew it was going to be a late day, so I let her go to daycare yesterday. I go to pick her up, and before she comes out, they have this little gated porch, and they bring the dog and send them out on the porch and go back in for COVID. Well, the guy ahead of me went to get his dog, and they opened the gate before they unlatched the dog, but then they unlatched it before they closed the gate. It was a whole mix-up. So this dog darts out of the gate and just starts running towards the road. And the girl is like, oh, no, and just stares at him. <laughs> and meanwhile, the dog's, like, running away, and he's like, well, that one's gone. Oh, man. And I was like, what's happening? Aren't, is no one going to go get the dog? Hmm. And she was like, where'd he go? I'm like, does no one see? He's running at the street. And the guy's like... He could be anywhere. Oh, man. And they just stand there. And that was the end of the story? Well, then they go chase him and they oh, finally find okay. him. Whew. But I just watched it all one. happen. It was really fun. So that so was my interesting thing. That's my life. to when the dog was roaming around Sonora. Now we know how it got there. Yeah. Yep. Someone was like, so, well, there it goes. The daycare just lets him out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my quick anecdote. No, that's a story for another day. I think that's pretty crazy how people are like, well, there goes the dog. Yeah. I was really surprised at their reaction. My reaction would have been very different, but it was interesting nonetheless. So I would have been, I don't run very fast, but I would have been running, running pretty fast to catch a dog. They all went out. There were like five employees out there afterwards when they finally realized they should probably go get the dog. And they were all like rounding it up like little sheep herders. Hmm. The dog was rescued. That's all. I, I have an interesting, it, yeah, I think it's, it's interesting to me. It might mean not be to anybody else, but so I missed the podcast last Wednesday because I was in Somerset, had several appointments, one of which was at the dentist. So I'm getting there, you know, they're cleaning my teeth, all that kind of stuff. And the uh, lady that was my, is it a hygienist? Am I saying that right? Mm-hmm. I think so. The yeah. person that actually Dental does the hygienist. cleaning. Yeah. Not the dentist herself, but anyways, so she's, uh, I, I don't know her, but you know, I've been to the same dentist several times and, um. So we got to talking, and I, I knew her husband because her husband was the first kid I ever baptized in youth ministry. 
So, but here's what's crazy. So if you spend any time in youth ministry and maybe even kids ministry, I don't know, but I can just speak for youth ministry. Sometimes you wonder, you're like, is what I'm doing even making a difference, right? Am I just showing up every week and just entertaining kids or what? So we get to talking. Um, now I'm doing that awkward thing because she's cleaning my teeth, so I'm having to like wait until they, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> By the way, I don't know why Dennis talked to you while their hands are in your mouth expecting you to answer. But anyways, so we get to talking, and it turns out uh, her husband, first kid I ever baptized in youth ministry, uh, is now, uh, he is currently filling in preaching at a church, like a small country church, uh, who is without a pastor. So I was like, you know what? Aww. You yeah. have just made my day. It's not all in vain. So those of you who volunteer with our kids and our students, keep at it. You're making a difference. Mm-hmm. All right. That's Fun. Awesome. What a feel-good story, yeah. right? That's an excellent story. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that makes mine seem a little frivolous, but uh, <laughs> I got to spend some time uh, this past uh, Thursday evening with the guys in my band, which is not super common. Well, my, one of them is my brother, so I could spend time with him anytime I want, but our drummer lives in Michigan. And he was on his way to uh, a show, a music, just to go watch some live music. And uh, we just had a good time, had some dinner and uh, recorded a podcast of all things and got to play some new songs that I had written, which was very cool. Um, it, it sounds really kind of mundane, honestly, because it's like, you know, okay, you're a band and you practiced. How's that interesting? But um, when you make music in that capacity, it's surprising how little people seem to care like they might be supportive of you from afar or whatever but no one's like it doesn't fire anybody up they're like okay cool good luck with that that's the general consensus of people that know you and so to really kind of be reaffirmed in that way like listening to ourselves like making music in real time and being like this sounds pretty good it was just this cool opportunity because haven't done that in a long time so when does the new album drop no new album oh We've got the EP out right now, and that's we're gonna start doing some some live shows, you know, God willing, and then uh, we'll see where that happens. What, what happens? Are you gonna play at the Green Space in E Town? That's a really cool venue now. Just outside. Mm-hmm. It's down like in that by the lake. You know where yeah. I'm talking about? I have passed that little it tiny many amphitheater. A time. Uh, I think about that a lot. I don't. I don't know. It's a good question. Maybe one of these days I'll be like, so last week I played at the Green Space. <laughs> well, whenever you go. Playing your live shows, let us know. I've got, I've got a few kids that are yeah, big, big fans of. I'll the buy okay. out some. I'll buy out some uh, ad space on the v- VC podcast. Like, <laughs> this week is brought to you by Zach's band. Uh, no, I'm just joking. But it was a good time, so I appreciate. That's fun. Appreciate that opportunity. All right, let's move on here to our closing question for this week's podcast. About time. It's been a long one, I think. Um, so here it is. This one's from Jonas again. I think, Jonas, you might be the office king of these podcast closing questions. Um, I like podcasts, man. Um, so here it is. Actually, Jonas, why don't you ask it? All right. Here is your question. What's one thing you do on a consistent basis that, by your estimation, relatively few people do? <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna kick us off here on this one because this is the only thing I could think of. I'm sure there are plenty of things that I do um, that are super weird that no one does. Uh, but my, by my estimation, 
uh, prepare your. This is a little gross subject matter, but it's okay. <laughs> we'll we'll kind of get close to inappropriate, but it'll be all right. I'm scared. So, <laughs> when you go to the restroom, we're just going to speak very generally here. I feel that from my experience, what I've seen, and I'm just guessing because I don't see other people in there, right? Mm-hmm. In a public restroom, very few people are wiping the seat. <laughs> but I do that before and after, even if there's nothing to to clean off of the seat. Oh, dear. Like, I just, it, it's like every time, before and after, after, I don't want to say it like that, before <laughs> and after, the seat gets a good, uh, a good wipe down. And I feel like so few people seem to do that. Yeah, that's probably... That's probably anyway, I don't know if that's what you're looking for on this one, but that's hey, man, what the, you got. The uh, mm, cleanliness is open. key. I have a lot I could but say. I just now realized in this moment that those triangles change colors because I was like, that was not purple two minutes ago. Yes. Sorry, I got really distracted. Maybe I'll, I'll tell you about those off the mic. Okay. There's nothing fishy there. It's just a, yeah. not an important story. Okay, anyways, sorry. <laughs> um, Crystal, do you have anything? Anything that you do on a consistent basis that you don't think very many other people do? Oh, there's so many things. <laughs> um. I guess one that probably is the most obvious, in my house, I have one, two, three, four, five calendars um, for one person. So I have five (laughs) calendars. However, they're all for a different purpose. So I have, well, I haven't lately because I've been in a funk. And so all of my schedules are messed up. But when I'm healthy, I have a weekly calendar meeting with myself and I get all five calendars and bring them to the table and I make sure they're all up to date and everything's on them. And then when you walk through the house, different parts of the house are designated for different calendars and you know what's happening and it's wonderful. That sounds like a lot of work. So do you put different things on each calendar? Yeah. So like in my kitchen, I have my daily calendar, which is just what it is daily. Then I also in the kitchen have my bill calendar, which is on my fridge. So that's where all my bills are. And then if you go in the study, you will find the appointment slash event calendar. Then you will also find the weekly teaching calendar. Wow. That's four. But I also Mm. use my phone calendars during that meeting as well, which makes five. I think, yeah. I think you win this one. Do you guys do that? No. 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 It keeps you very organized. I do well to keep stuff on one calendar. See, it's very helpful, but I only do that when I'm in a really good, like not scattered place. Right now I'm in a little bit of a scattered place, so I haven't done that in a while, but. I, uh, I keep my, we have our church staff base camp that holds most of our important events or our Google calendar. Then I have a band base camp for band events but then for personal stuff it's like hopefully i remember oh no or hopefully it's uh magnet magneted pinned on the fridge Mm. my thing is i i can't decide whether i want to commit to like i live in between digital calendar and paper calendar i'm fully committed to both see i can't i'm just i don't know i'm i'm a hot mess right now um anyways see i do paper whiteboard and digital Woo. Yep. Calendar meetings, they're great. I like digital because you can get reminders because I just forget things. I just Mm do. Um, I like paper just because I'm a very tactile person, but I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Can't can't figure out what I want to do. 
So what's something you do that, by your estimation, relatively few people do? Uh, listen to this podcast. <laughs> oh, burn. <laughs> no. Uh, no, okay. Wow. So I, <laughs> uh, oh, oh, man, Luke, Luke from his office. <laughs> that one got him. Uh, that was a zinger. Can't even. So, <laughs> uh, all right, two things come to mind. In honor of National Coffee Day, I make pour-over coffee almost every morning. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming a lot of people don't do that. That seems almost reserved exclusively for pastors or people that make videos for a living. That's the mm. only two people I ever see making like <laughs> your pour over coffee. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't even own a coffee pot. I don't own a Keurig. Just manual coffee. Um, and then I guess kind of keeping with the old soul sort of feel. Um, so I do not have nice facial hair like Luke Hines or even yourself or oh, or Jacob shucks. Dunn. Um, but I do have some facial hair, so I have to shave. And when I shave, I shave like people did in the 40s. With the straight the blade? The brush and the straight razor? I have the little hockey puck looking thing of soap in the cup and you whip up the... Yeah. You got the badger, the badger, uh, I don't know what you call it bristle yeah uh i use that brush and and then the razor is like the kind where you got to twist off the top and put the single razor blade on and twist it and that's the only way to shave man it's the most enjoyable experience i'll have to try that out i don't mm-hmm. know if i'm willing to learn the skill needed i don't i mean i'm probably doing parts of it wrong but you know that that reminds me of for some weird reason and this is such a weird almost obscure reference you've seen the movie joe versus the volcano no, I have no. Not. Okay, have you Crystal? <laughs> no. Okay, I'll leave it at that then. Anyway, that's how he, it's a Tom Hanks movie, and uh, it's how he shaves in that movie. But they're like floating in the ocean, which happens to Tom Hanks a lot in his Apparently. movie. I don't know how that keeps happening, but um, anyway, uh, old movie, not that old though. <laughs> All right, guys, I think that'll be our. Uh, I think that'll be our podcast for today. Any final thoughts on? Nope. All go, right. Go nope. enjoy a nice cup of coffee. There's probably some places that are giving away free cups of coffee. Today. Shout out to Burger yeah. King. Burger if King's- you order any one item on the mobile app, you get a free medium iced or hot coffee because Burger King is the best. Yes. Make sure you use the promo code VC. <laughs> uh, that's VC to get. No, I'm just kidding. You can get that without the promo code. <laughs> Man, one of these days we'll have podcast sponsors that will just be like, nope. No thanks. We won't serve your agenda. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. I'm going off the rails here. Let's. I'll pray for us, and we'll end the podcast there. Let's pray. Uh, Father, we come to you today. We thank you for just the opportunity to, to talk into these microphones. Uh, and ultimately, God, our hope is that it serves you in some way, that it glorifies you. Uh, God, we thank you that we can find uh, joy even in suffering, that we can find a way to use that as an opportunity to serve you and the salvation uh, found in your Son, Jesus Christ. And so this week, as we look forward to finding joy in our humility, we pray that you would make us a people that are humble. It's in your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen.